Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, June the 6th, and we come to you off the best weekend of Phillies baseball all season long. How much has changed since the last time we spoke? Friday morning, a different Phillies world, just hours after we spoke on Friday morning, the Phillies Finally, we've talked about it all season long. Finally, finally, finally make the decision in season to move on from Joe Girardi. Relieved of his duties, as they say, on Friday about 1030 or so during the day. And Rob Thompson, the bench coach, given the job for the rest of the season, the interim tag and Boy, what a weekend it was. The Phillies going to sweep the Angels yesterday's win, the most thrilling win of the season, one of the more thrilling wins of the last few seasons of Phillies baseball. Maybe the most thrilling. I mean, really one of them. And um, just an unbelievable weekend of baseball. Really look like a completely different team. They are off today, so we'll have two days to kind of react to it all. We'll react to the Girardi firing, the Thompson hire, and... You know, all three games over the next two days is there is so much to get into. And then back at it tomorrow night in Milwaukee, a three-game series in Milwaukee before they come home and start to finally, finally have a bit of a break with the schedule as the schedule does get significantly easier. We've talked about it. You know, my, you know, kind of the one thing I keep pointing to is a, a cause for optimism for the rest of the season is the schedule. It is just incredibly easier comparatively. They have had the toughest schedule in baseball, one of them, and one of the easiest the rest of the way after the series with Milwaukee. So react the next two days and and then back at it. Look ahead, the Phillies won four straight. Obviously, funny enough, winning the last game of the Girardi era, we reacted to that last week, the last game of that Giants series, and then moved on on Friday. Surprising. I think a lot of us thought on Thursday, the off day after the win on on Wednesday night, that you know, first of all, I think a lot of us thought the win on on Wednesday night was like a a stay almost of of execution in terms of you know a manager obviously yeah you know not the best analogy but but um you know felt like he maybe saved his job there and then uh, and then Friday boom unexpectedly ten thirty it's uh, the news comes out Jim Salisbury had said that he was hearing buzz about a potential change and then. Literally, just a couple minutes later, Jason Stark, boom, Joe Girardi out as Phillies manager. And um, let's start with that, and then we'll get to the weekend. Again, we have two days to react to this. Thank goodness they have an off day today because there is so much to talk about. We'll talk more and more about it, the effect Rob Thompson seems to have had already, all that type of stuff. But um, just going back to Friday, and uh, 
you know, kind of the, the news breaking and uh, honestly, how shocked I was about it. I don't think, you know, obviously Joe Girardi getting fired is not in and of itself something that is incredibly shocking in the sense that, yeah, we spent the last, you know, month talking about it and talking about the potential of it. But I will say the way it played out, it did kind of make me think it wasn't going to happen yet. You know, I certainly thought the possibility was there and, you know, especially in the midst of that, you know, 12 of 16, five straight losing streak before they won that last game. If they had lost that last game on Wednesday, then I think I might have been less surprised that it waited till Friday. But I think after the win on Wednesday and then all day Thursday with nothing happening and it being an off day, I was like, all right, so they're not doing it yet. We'll see. And then it just happens. And what a weekend as a result. I mean, the Phillies come out on Friday and look like a Completely different ball club, a 10 spot, 10 nothing. The bats just go wild all weekend long. They look like a different baseball club, a club that looks, dare I say it, happy to be there. Looks like they're actually, I don't know, having some fun out there, playing with some energy, playing with some excitement. And, you know, I mean, look, it's only been three games. It's only been three games, but so far the proof is in the pudding. I mean, it really did look like a baseball team that, that kind of, you know, felt like the pressure was off or something or felt like they could go out and just have fun. And, and you know, really, again, you know, it is, you know, almost shocking how much so, but it really did look like a different baseball team, a different Phillies team than we've seen all season long. And, and you know, you, you can't, you, you have to at least infer that getting rid of Girardi played some role in this, right? And this team just looking different, playing the young guys. Thompson playing the young guys all weekend, obviously paying off a Bryson Stott home run to win the the last game of the the weekend. But um, you know, on the whole, it just it really felt like this team needed it, needed change. We talked, you know, so much the the Alex Coffee story from last week about how they're not having any fun and the, there's no energy and all that. Like, you know, that stuff was so damning of the the clubhouse of the locker room. We could see it. It wasn't like. It was just this anecdotal stuff. It was, you could see Girardi lifeless on the field. You could see the way this team played. You could see the lack of, you know, hustle, the lack of energy, the lack of fire with this team. And you had to at least infer somewhat that it comes from the manager. And the Phillies finally decide to pull the plug on the Joe Girardi era. And, um, you know, we talked about Dombrowski said he doesn't really focus on managers in season. So clearly that must, you know, got to the point where they felt they had to make a move and, I'm really happy they did. Credit to the Phillies for making this move because, you know, we talked about it a lot. And, and be, especially because, look, we know that it's not all the manager's fault. It's not. You know, this weekend it certainly looked like it was all the manager's fault, but it, it's not, you know. But he was a bad manager and he was helping them to lose games. He was not helping them to win games. He was establishing a losing culture here, a culture of of almost uh, not caring, it seemed, about about each day and about winning each day and all that. Um so credit to the Phillies for for being willing to to you know pull the trigger in season like this because it is a it is a big decision. He is a big name, and you're going to your bench coach. It's not like you're bringing in Jim Leland or something like that, which makes sense. You know why would Leland want to come in without his coaches, without you know, all that coming into a kind of a mess in the middle of season? So it makes sense. And look, everything we heard about Thompson, especially when you know he got the job on Friday, is just beloved. You know, just beloved around baseball. You know, a uh, lifer. You know, has been one of those guys who. You know, toiled away in the minors, both as a player, then as a coach. Worked his way up to the majors as a coach. Has been a bench coach for 28 years or whatever. Like, has has really, you know, done it. Has really worked his butt off to get to where he is and to kind of, you know, 
get this opportunity now at his age to get a finally get a chance to be a manager of a major league baseball team. I mean, that's a thrilling thing for him, and and I'm really excited for him. And it really does seem like both the people on the team and and around baseball um, really loved Guy and. Nice to see him get a shot. And look, again, it seems like the players certainly responded. It seems like the players were enjoying playing for Rob Thompson this weekend. But, you know, back to the Phillies' decision to to actually move on, I, I credit it. And I said, what I kept saying is, look, we don't know, and you've, you've listened to shows, you know, but we don't know if, you know, Girardi's the whole problem, the bigger problem, whatever it is, but we know he's not good. And we know that there is a history in Major League Baseball and throughout sports of teams making a coaching change, and it spurring something it getting a team going of course jack mckeon the classic most classic example is they went on to win the world series with the guy the marlins in 03 like that team started off bad they made a manager change jack mckeon comes in boom world series winners it's unbelievable but but that's what happened and i'm not saying that's what's gonna happen here but it is you know there are a lot of noteworthy examples of teams changing managers in season and it being just the kind of kick in the pants they needed to get rolling. And, you know, so far, so good. So far, so good this weekend. Um, and look, you know, I'm, I'm going to get to the games in a sec and we'll react. And again, we've got two full days to react to this, which is delightful. In a season without many off days, we get, you know, two in the you know, off day last week and we thought he would go and he didn't, but now the off day today, which is, very helpful, both I think for the team and for us. But um, so we'll have two days to react to it. But um, you know, I, clear. I want to make it clear because I have ripped Joe Girardi a lot over the last few years, but particularly the last couple months to start this season. And um, you know, I, and I'm really happy he's gone. I was calling for him to be fired, but um, I, I do think he's a great guy. You know, I don't want it to ever you know kind of get lost that this is strictly sports for me. Um, He does seem like a wonderful person. I thought his comments on the way out the door were as stand-up as it gets. You know, first of all, for him to even do his MLB Network radio interview, this pre-scheduled interview, the day he got fired, like uh, an hour after he got fired, was shocking to me. And, you know, very stand-up of him to, to, you know, I don't think any interviewer or anyone at the network would have been surprised if he was like, hey guys, I just got fired, I'm going to take the week off. They would have been like, yeah, it makes sense, show. But instead he still went and did it and... You know, just said the right things. You know, he's rooting for Rob, and and he really hopes the Phillies can turn it around. And he's rooting for Middleton and Buck and the, the all that. And I thought that was super stand up and, and classy. And that's the thing with Girardi is he is a stand up dude, and he's a classy guy, and he treats people the right way. And off the field, I respect everything about him. He just was a bad manager. He was a horrible in game manager with tar- terrible tactical decisions, terrible bullpen management, terrible pitcher management. No feel for the game, and then he was lifeless, and it felt like he didn't want to be here, and the players were, weren't responding to him. So, you know, I think this was just a clear cut, no doubt about it, got to make this move kind of move, and I'm, I'm really appreciative that the Phillies finally did it, and that they didn't wait any longer. You know, they didn't just kind of let it fester and let it, like, get back to four games under, and then back to seven, and then this and that, and, like, just go for it. And if it doesn't work, then you know that it wasn't just Girardi, or the Girardi wasn't the biggest problem or whatever, but, but find out. See if it gives him a kick in the in the butt, and so far it has. You know, four straight, three of which with Thompson, since you know Girardi does get the win on the way out. But um, really, just a um, you know, exciting time I think. And again, I'm not celebrating anyone getting fired. That's not the point of what I'm saying. It's more the point of 
that um, this team needed this. And so far, so good over the weekend. They went Friday 10 nothing, 7-2 on Saturday. Then yesterday, the 9-7, just absolute thriller. We'll talk more about the Girardi and the Toms and stuff as the, you know, tomorrow and as we go on. But just on the whole, you know, we, we've talked about Girardi. Then Thompson comes in, and Friday, again, it really just did seem like a different baseball team. You know, whatever you want to say, and coincidence maybe, partially and all this, but like, Girardi gets fired, and they come out and they play for Rob Thompson on Friday night, just came out and handed it to the Angels from the first at bat of the game. Kyle Schwarber comes out and just smokes one to center. Gone. one nothing. By the way, June Schwarber, hello! Hello, June Schwarber! You are glorious! Monster weekend for Schwarber. Tough day yesterday, but back-to-back big days. The uh, Friday goes two for three with the home run. Three runs scored and two RBIs, then two homers the next night. We'll get to that, but... Um, excuse me, two homers tonight, another homer the next night for Schwerber. Um, as Schwerber just um, really getting going. Um, or no, two homers this night, the double off the wall to start the next game is um, homer the night before. Excuse me, two homers in a row, and he homered in the Wednesday game against the Giants, and this one, um, two in this one. Uh, as he would start off the game with a homer, uh, one nothing. then the second inning, Bryson Stott would hit the first of two homers this weekend, that one was Stott's first major league home run on Friday. His second would come pretty quick, and it would be pretty good. Um, that makes it 4 to nothing in the second. Then they just poured on the fifth. Bryce Harper, three-run shot. First of two for Harper makes it 7 nothing. Nick Maton, triple. In the fifth makes it 8 nothing. Maton would, would make an amazing defensive play later in the game and hurt his shoulder, um, unfortunately, Um not ideal. Uh, Maton is now on the 10-day IL, DD back, um, shoulder sprain. Um, who would have thunk it? But Nick Maton, you know, seemed pretty valuable, actually, the way he's playing. And the thing I'll say about Maton, you know, I do think that ultimately is, is you know, ultimate destiny is to be a, a you know, 23rd, 24th, 25th guy on a, a roster, you know, a go-to kind of Camargo-ish type of guy. A guy you can put in multiple spots, can get you some key hits and all that. Um, but... Um, with Segura down, I do think the Phillies actually need him. You know, in terms of depth and flexibility, we don't have a lot of infield depth for this team. And I will say about him, always in the right place at the right time, Nick Maton. It seems like that dude just, he's like a baseball player. You know, it's such a cliche to say, but he, he just comes off as like a baseball player. Um, RBI triple there uh, would get hurt, which is frustrating. But then uh, in the six, two more homers, another solo shot from Schwarber and Harper, 10 Nothing. Eflin was brilliant. Eight shutout for Eflin. Five hits, one walk, six strikeouts. Granted, was pitching with zero pressure, but still, you know, did what he had to do um, and saves the bullpen as well. Again, just a monster day. The Schwarber two for three with two homers, three three runs scored. Uh, Harper two for four with two home runs. Stotty goes two for four with a home run and the three RBI there. So just a awesome game. Really, really, truly awesome showing. On Friday night from this team, and again, you know, it really, you know, it's impossible not to notice that they fire Jordan and they come out and they look awesome and they play awesome and they look like they're having fun and they're whacking the ball and all that. But you know, one game. Let's go to Saturday. What do the Phillies do? They play damn good baseball again, and all weekend long, no moments where I'm yelling at the TV. What are you doing? What, what kind of a decision is this? Why are you going to this pitcher in this spot? Why are you managing the game this way? There was none of that. It just felt like the game was managed normally. It wasn't overmanaged. He played the young guys. He made smart decisions. And Saturday, it pays off again. They get out early again. So the second straight night, they jump all over the Los Angeles Angels. A five spot in the first inning. And this one, all manufactured. An RBI double from Mil Muto scores two. 
Camargo and RBI single scores a run. Moniak, an infield single off the pitcher, kind of knocks it off the pitcher, able to beat it out, scores a run. Five, nothing for the Phils there. And that was kind of, you know, for all intents and purposes, it. Wheeler goes six innings, gives up two runs, nine strikeouts, two walks, six hits. He's been great, you know, and it wasn't even his best day. You kind of got into some jams, but able to get out of it, pitches well enough. And then the bullpen was really good. Uh, Brad Hand, another clean inning. He's been awesome lately. Sir Anthony comes in. Looks great. Trainly just shuts it down, and then uh, Brogdon pitches a clean ninth. They add a two-spot on a Camargo single um, in the eighth. Um, some insurance runs. They just handle handle business this game. Boom, done, 7-2. Like um, a professional baseball team in this game. Really, they look like such a professional baseball team to just go out and win a game they're supposed to win and handle business. Um, unfortunately, on... Uh, Sunday's game, Camargo gets hurt as well, so they're they're really struggling with some injuries here. That's the real concern right now is um you know between Camargo and obviously Segura out and and Maton out. You know, gonna have to find a way to buy. They probably have to buy Stott at second a bit and Didi at, at short. But um with Didi back, Didi did get a big hit in this game, big pinch hit hit. Um, we'll get to in the Sunday game, but ultimately seven to two on Saturday, they just handle business and they look like a good baseball team and they're they're playing solid baseball. And then Sunday though is the day where you really start to get excited, right? Because, you know, they win two, they win the series, like, boom. All right, we're playing good baseball. This is so exciting. Joe Girardi's gone. There's, like, life to this team. We feel it. Sunday, though, is the day where you come into Monday and say, wait a minute, we back? Are we excited about baseball again in the city? Because Sunday was a was a game for, and maybe not for the ages, because it is June, but really, for, for Phillies baseball, a game for the recent ages, you know, one of the best, most thrilling wins we've had in the last decade, sadly enough, but true, is the Phillies win at 9-7, to seven, and it was a thriller. You know, Kyle Gibson, horrible. Three and a third, gives up five earned runs, just didn't have it. Was cruising, too. It was, like, really dominant, and then just ran into trouble in the fourth, ends up giving up five runs in the fourth, and all just annoying stuff, singles and infield singles and bloopers and whatnot five nothing in the fourth and then it's a slog for a bit the Phillies add a couple in the fifth a sack fly by Cassie Allison RBI ground out it's five two and then we're just trudging along again and then in the eighth the Angels add another Phillies bullpen was pretty good other than you know the end you know Nick Nelson gives him two and a third clean Christopher Sanchez and any third clean those guys look really good but then Familia gives up one in the eighth. Now it is a six to two ball game. We head to the eighth inning. Plugging away. Runners on. Bases loaded. Bryce Harper steps to the plate with the bases loaded in a six two ball game. And boom! Bryce! Second huge grand slam is a Philly not a walk off this one, but ties it at six to six. Honestly. Honestly, one of the most surprising home runs that I remember in, in recent Phillies history. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> this team we've watched all year, I couldn't believe he just hit the ball. That was unbelievable. Just smokes it. Gone the moment at the bat. You knew it. You're like, oh my goodness, it's gone. What a moment. What a thrill. 6-6. Six, six. You're feeling it. It's feeling a little special all of a sudden. It's like, oh my goodness. This game was over. I had said, you know what? We won two. I would have liked, you know, it'd be really cool if they could have kept this momentum going. But, but you know, nice weekend. And the Bryce Grand Slam, 6-6. Six to six, It's unbelievable. I honestly couldn't believe it. The place was going nuts. Everyone was going nuts. We're back in it. 
Head to the ninth. Corey Knable takes the hill and wouldn't you know it. Couple hits, RBI single. Or hitting a walk, RBI single. Knable just struggling, man. Can't get the job done. Ultimately, it's a 7-6 lead now. And talk about deflating. Talk about deflating after the... the and I, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, man, are, are they really going to waste another game-winning type home run from Bryce Harper? Like another moment like that? And the answer was surprisingly no. Because <laughs> the ninth inning plays out like this. First of all, Joe Madden decides to... Uh, take his closer out of the game uh, before Bryson Stockton to the bat, which is one of the craziest things ever. But Rysel Glacius is in. Glacius gets Romito out to start the inning. Then Alec Bohm, really nice job, man. Big spot there for the kid. Our, uh, gets a single, keeps the inning going. Huge. Then Oduba flies out. So we're down to two outs. One on, two outs. Didi Gregorius at the plate. Gregorius has not played all game in for Camargo. Hurt. RBI, or excuse me, not RBI single, but a, a big single there for Didi. Big single. First and second now. Huge single there. Two outs. Pitching change, for some reason, to a right-hander from his closer. Thank you, Joe Madden. Bryson Stott. Pitch one ball. Pitch two ball. Pitch three ball. Three and out. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, just walk. Just walk, dude. Give Kyle Schwarber a chance to win this game. Drew Schwarber's hot. He's on deck. Just walk. Just walk. That's all I want from you, Bryson. Next pitch. Strike. Three and one. Next pitch. Foul ball. Three and two. And I am like... Come on, man. Just throwing in the dirt. I, I, I know he's going to swing at a ball, and that's how it's going to end. I'm, I, that's where I'm at. I accept it. This is fun. What a bummer. And oh, my God, Bryson Stott just went yard. Three-run home run to win the game. Oh, my goodness. Like, seriously, it was as, you know, I said it about the Harper one, as shocking a home run as I remember. The Stott one was even more shocking. Who'd have thunk that in a 15, 20-minute span, the two most shocking home runs of the season? I mean, I'm speechless. Bryson Stott, what a weekend. Both his first two homers of the season, his first on Friday, his second, a walk-off 9-7 thrilling victory on Sunday to sweep the Angels. Angels lost 11 straight now. Yikes, by the way. Um, And imagine if you lose 11 straight and that's the game you lose as 11th straight. You're talking like you're the Phillies. They they had the the Phillies this weekend with the Angels. Um. Honestly, it really was one of the most thrilling wins of the season, one of the most thrilling wins of the last few years of Phillies baseball. I know that's sad to say, but it really was. It really was. And you know, when you combine it with the 10 nothing win, the 7-2 win, the weekend they had, and yes, the Angels are scuffling. You know, There are a lot of people just be like, oh, it's the Angels. They're bad. They've won, lost 11 straight, and that's fair. And we are far from saying, I trust the Phillies, because you know, we've talked. We need to see it to believe it big time. Many times over right now with this team. We have to. But, but, but... It was a special win yesterday, and when you combine it with the dominant wins on Friday and Saturday, Joe Girardi being gone, the reception to Rob Thompson, the overall feel of what we saw this weekend from the team, I think it's okay to get a little excited about it. Again, not overboard, not saying they're back and they're set and they're awesome and, you know, playoffs, let's go. Like, they still have to prove to us, we know that, but... You know, so far so good in terms of responding to firing Joe Girardi. We talked so much about the the potential move that could be made that could change the course of the season is to fire Joe Girardi and get it going a little bit. And so far so good. Again, you know, 
What more can you ask for than what you saw this weekend from the Phillies? Still a long way to go. Wouldn't be that shocking if they fell back to earth and it was a one-weekend bump from the excitement of Girardi gone? Sure, certainly possible. But you know what? All we have to go off is one weekend, and it was the best weekend of the season. And we're coming off the most thrilling win of the season. So, credit where due. Now, prove us, prove it's real. Go win two or three in Milwaukee. If they can go to Milwaukee and win this series and then start this, you know, whatever the opposite of a gauntlet is with the rest of the schedule... All right, we're talking a little bit. This optimism we're feeling this weekend may be more warranted. So we're still in a holding pattern. We're still not there yet, but there's a little reason to be excited. And that's in and of itself pretty friggin' exciting. Tomorrow night back at it, uh, 8-10 start in Milwaukee. Uh, Ranger Suarez on the hill against a dude named Jason Alexander, not the actor. Nola against Adrian Hauser on uh, on Wednesday, and then Eflin against Corbin Burns on Thursday, a day game. That's 2-10, Corbin Burns the... Best pitcher they'll face by far the other two. Kind of decent matchups as far as if you're going to face the Brewers. So um, let's win the series. Let's keep this magic going. Let's see how much this manager change really can get things going for this Phillies team. Because so far, so good. It really seems like it's had an impact, at least from a um, culture, motivation, energy standpoint. So we'll see if that carries through. It's it's pretty exciting. It was an exciting weekend after a season of of disappointment. Pretty exciting weekend. And, uh, you know, they need to do more. We're not there yet, but... It's an exciting weekend. Fingers crossed. Let's hope it continues. Either way, we'll be back to talk more about Rob Thompson, more about the team, the reaction, everything moving forward as we head into the Brewers series starting tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 